Now is the time in our service where we celebrate the Lord's table by opening up our Bibles together and remembering him. Once you have your Bible, we'll be opening them up to John chapter 10. We'll be in John chapter 10, starting in verse 27. If you have one of our guest Bibles, that's page 81 in the New Testament toward the back. It'll be page 81. John chapter 10, verses 27 through 30. Let's read Jesus' words together. He said in verse 27 of John 10, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. When Jesus spoke these words, he was responding to a hateful crowd about whether or not he was the Messiah. And just prior to these verses in verse 25, he, he reminded them that he had already told them and he had already showed them that he was the Messiah. And in verse 26, he explained why they didn't believe. He told them that being a sheep is a prerequisite for believing. They didn't believe because they weren't his sheep. And in the midst of this answer, an answer to this question from a hateful crowd, Jesus gave some words of comfort, some encouraging words of comfort for those who believe. Although Jesus said these words before he went to the cross, they can only be true because he went to the cross in his death and his resurrection. And if if you've trusted Jesus as your Savior, then these should be words of sweet comfort to you. And and these words are comforting because they're not primarily about the sheep, but about the shepherd. Take a look at this good news for those who have trusted in his work. In verse 27, we see that if you are a believer, then you hear him, and you are known by him, and you follow him. In verse 28, you are given eternal life, and you will not perish. You are unable to be snatched away. In verse 29, you were given to Jesus, and again, you are unable to be snatched away. And this is all because of what he accomplished in his death and resurrection on the cross. It is odd that the murder of our Messiah is good news for us, but it is. When Jesus' body was crushed and his blood was shed on the cross, he accomplished many things on our behalf. Because of what Christ accomplished, as these verses tell us, we can believe We can hear his voice. We are known by Christ. And we are granted and guaranteed eternal life. But we cannot separate the good news from the cost. When we take the bread and the juice, let us consider the wonderful benefits and soberly remember what Jesus paid to accomplish them. If if you're here with us and you don't believe, then your position is not much different than the hateful crowd who was asking Jesus questions in this passage. They stood in utter opposition to God. They had a veneer of purity and an appearance of goodness, but they hated the only one who was truly good. If you've not believed, then the solution for you is the same as it was for this hateful crowd. The answer is to turn from your proud rejection of Messiah. You must turn from your sin and turn, trust in the only one who died on the cross for his sheep. 
But if you will not trust Jesus at this time, then we do ask that you allow the bread and the juice to pass you by, as this is a special time of remembrance for believers. Believers, consider the incredible sacrifice of Christ and what he accomplished on your behalf. Through his death and resurrection, he saved you and he will keep you into eternity. What a kindness of our Lord. We, we have this good news because he was crushed, because of his, his body being crushed and his blood being shed. And notice briefly, the only sort of active thing that believers are doing in these verses is following Christ. If you were a believer, then as a result of your salvation, you are identified as a Christ follower. So if you are a believer, then, then when the bread and the juice pass, I would encourage you to consider to what degree this has been apparent in your life. How faithfully are you living as a Christ follower? Are there strongholds of unconfessed sin that you need to bring before the Lord, that you need to confess and turn from? Take this time to examine your life. Confess, turn from your sin, and praise God for what was accomplished on your behalf on the cross. Men, please serve us.